Good evening, everybody. In a week that saw Town take four points from a possible six, the Barnsley team coach catch fire and the Middle East do pretty much the same thing. Uh, we are uh, going to do the... Is that controversial? We're doing uh, politics now. We've never done politics before. Bruce isn't here. We can do whatever we want. Sam's going to come on as well. We can do politics. Let's maybe... Shall we make it that his first question? Is uh, what do you think of the Middle East crisis? And just leave him to go for it. And then, you know, he can deal with the responses. Because that won't end up like a skip fire, will it? No, not at all. Welcome, everybody. The Mariners uh, took four points from the week. And we'd love to get your thoughts on it. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it indifferent? Are you happy with the progress? Were you uh, bored to tears like I was on Tuesday and slightly, uh, you know, uplifted by the performance on Saturday, uh, despite not taking all three points? It would be good to hear from you. Uh, Mr. Barrick is here fresh uh, from dancing the night away with Nigel per Nigel Farage and Pretty Patel. Um, he is back in the business. Sam, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Can I confirm I was not at karaoke with uh, Nigel Farage and Swilla Braverman. I was at another, uh, another another establishment off the conference estate, busy minding my own business, uh, consuming absolutely no alcohol whatsoever. Um, he was uh, he was at something else. How um, was? Are you feeling better? Uh, Your head not so sore? Uh, my head wasn't actually too bad, amazingly, which maybe tells you more about my habits the rest of the time. But no, I'm, I, I've come back to mum and dad's for a few days and uh, had a bit of a detox and um, mum's done some washing for me and all, all is well, to be honest with you. And look, we mock Sam, we do, but the man has put in more miles than a HS2 proposal. It has been incredible. That's not That's not difficult. Please no. not, don't talk. I've got to go back to work tomorrow and explain to the, pub, the people of wherever I work from, you can go on the MPs register and work out where I'm from if you like, uh, and explain to them why, we, why we've neglected the North, but I'll, I'll save that for tomorrow. He's, he's uh, part of Uxbridge, so he says it don't matter. Uh, <laughs> I get, can't, I get can't chop, believe he's just inviting everyone to look up where he works. Get get <laughs> get chopping down those ULES cameras. <laughs> it's, a public, it's a public record. Some I, need to wear more, I need to wear Some more Dremels against... <laughs> I need to hear more Dremels against metal posts somewhere in Berkshire. Um, let's have a look. Jack Griffin, sup boys, think yesterday's going to be the story of the season where we take the lead but fail to win. Jack, it'd be great. Uh, not unlike HS2, Grisby Town cannot get to Leeds at all or hold them either. That's bad, uh, mate. That's bad. That is bad. I know. Sorry, I tried. Sai si says, uh, a Tory not telling the full truth, really. Sam does tell the truth. That's the problem. Sorry, this is the problem. Andrew Nar says, last week I watched with this without a drink. Learned my lesson. <laughs> is that about the production values, Andrew, or about the discussion of the team in question? That would be the... I hope, I hope it means the football club and not us. <laughs> no, it probably means us. Yeah. And he's right. right. Yeah, that's true. My hair is getting rather long. Town have got coming up Bradford City. Yeah, they've got Bradford City coming up in the tin pot. And then they've got uh, Accrington Stanley as well. So, is that it? Are we done? Can we go home? Look, let's not waste any further ado. You guys are standing between me and a piece of carrot cake. So, um Roll camera. What's wrong with, what's wrong with Vegetable carrot Vegetables shouldn't be in fucking cake. What is wrong with you? <laughs> well, I didn't know Didn't know that was controversial, I've Mike. I've got a cucumber slice when I get home. What's wrong with you? Not, is that vegetable? I don't know. Well, yeah, because the seeds are inside, aren't they? Got a broccoli bun. Fucking hell. 
broccoli bun sounds quite nice. Can I just say when I was at conference at, um, and they asked and one of my mates asked me, "Did you miss the pod this week?" And I went, "Yeah, obviously, because I was out with you." Um, and he went and he said to me, "Oh, and they listened, and then they listened to about thirty seconds of you talking about your bloody pressure washer, and that was it, Alex." So to get, to give you an idea how good you are at enticing new people into the podcast. Well, unfortunately, if we can't, you know, connect with those people who are on the touch, on the pulse of modern Britain, that is the members of the Conservative Party, then I don't really know what we can he's, do. With he's, the, he's the Conservative Party, needs to look at, he's, he's a proper football fan, not a town fan, admittedly, he supports Preston, but he, he was just as offended <laughs> right, he's, by that. He's not a proper football fan then, is he? I'll oh, tell him you said that. I'll tell him you said that. I'll tell him you said that, Mike. At this race, he'll have been to more town games than you this season, if he comes oh, with me in a couple goes. of weeks. There he goes. John Lilly says we threw away three points yesterday. Never mind two. Um, and yesterday, Tramir were poor. Um, so um, that's John's opinion. What's yours? It'd be great to get it. Uh, it did feel a little bit like we uh, dropped two points yesterday. Uh, but I'm sure there's more to it than that. Jack says, do, do, uh, do you think that even though we didn't win yesterday's game, we think we're so much better with two up top? I mean, both goals were scored by strikers. Jack, I do agree that the game was a lot better yesterday and a lot more interesting to watch. I have found it a struggle this season to watch town uh, for entertainment value. And I think there are times when if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would probably go and watch Farnham play instead of watch town instead. Is it? it that's it. That's all I've got to say. They're doing all right. Farnham, you know, if you say so, yeah. I, I'm they, not, they, I, I, they don't, I don't have those on BBC goal alerts. I don't think they get BBC goal alerts. I've been entirely but, honest. Well, if Scully don't, they don't. They've got a brew dog. If you, if you want me to touch on it, they've got a brew dog at their ground. Well, that's all right. Let's hope we get drawn there in the first round of the cup. That would quite like that. Parking's a nightmare though. Um, shall we roll VT? And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! At 1130. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the DN35 podcast. Welcome to uh, those of you who are watching live. We do it on Facebook and Twitter and on, what else do we do? On YouTube uh, on a Sunday at 8 o'clock. And for those of you listening on the podcast, welcome along. If you ever have any thoughts, drop it into the Twitter account and we'll put it in. Uh, Town took four points this week. Uh, messages, uh, uh, you know, notifications and messages from the last meeting. Bruce apologises for not turning up this uh, this week. Uh, he's not feeling very well, so get well, Bruce. Uh, I assume he's just given a nod because he doesn't know what else to add. But um, hopefully he's feeling better. He's saying he's got I a frog just, in his throat. I had a sore throat it, on Tuesday morning as well. Didn't stop me going to town. Is it something to do with Barrow and Bruce? 
Yeah, probably. He's gone to Weatherspoon. He didn't they didn't learn, did they? Just, I'm just gonna go to Barrow and go to the Weatherspoons anyway. Right. Slappy's got a real important question. Sam, why did you refuse a photo with me at Tramir? And why is did Sam I? <laughs> did I? Oh, I, I, I didn't know I'd done that. When Slappy DM me on Twitter. I, I didn't know I'd done that. I'll get a photo was... with you. I'll, I'll get a photo with you at Stockport if you go to Stockport. And honestly, I didn't know what I, I didn't know what anybody asked, offered me a photo. Was it in the concourse or something? I, I... He um Sam will send you a topless photo in return, Slappy. Um, yeah, give me a, a give me, I'm off to Stockport. Give me a shout there. I'll go and get I'll get a photo with you there, mate. If you're that desperate to have a photo with me. Um why is people asking for pictures with Sam? Because I'm a legend, not? mate. Because people recognize uh, people recognize me. They see photos yeah. of karaoke at Tory conference, they see photos of they, they see photos outside Parliament and they see Tranmere away end and they see there you go, duality of man, and they think this is the guy we need to be. Yeah, they see something. I'm not sure it's that, mate. The duality of man. Right. I mean, if that doesn't suggest we should get onto the football, then I don't know what should. Uh, let's start talking, with yesterday. I'm talking, talking shite even earlier than usual this week. Bloody hell. Town, town went to the Wirral, um, a place that we haven't won this millennia, apparently. Um, we have won more recently at Anfield than we have at Prenton Park. Um, <laughs> and uh, Town was so close against Nigel Adkins's Tramir. They uh, came away two all. Uh, they went behind, and then uh, after taking the lead, thanks to Rakeel Pike's pretty decent shot, um, he says surprised. Um, we were then pegged back by Connor Jennings and him turning up, and you know thwarting us as all former Mariners do. Unfortunately, there's quite a lot of them nowadays, so it's becoming quite a common theme. Um, Sam, you were there. What were your overall thoughts? And I'd love to get your opinion on how the crowd that were there took it. Okay. Uh, well, if you don't mind, I can sort of like compare it in, uh, compare it to Tuesday nights. There's the sort of paradox is we played way better yesterday than we did on Tuesday night at Barrow, at home to Barrow, sorry. And we drew on Saturday, we drew yesterday, but put one on Tuesday night. Um, and directly answer your, your second question, the, the crowd stuck with the, the fans all through the game and it, I left pretty soon after the final whistle, but there was no real sign of animosity or toxicity or anything everyone stuck with the boys very kind of motivating few bits of sort of smatterings of jeers here and there and everywhere a bit of frustration when Raquel Pike or Harry Clifton were offside when they really shouldn't have been that's the only real moment I can remember actually kind of getting on to our players particularly um have you heard something else from that or um because I presume you have given you've asked me the question no, I just, you know, the the usual people who are relatively unhappy with the current state of the team and who runs it were not particularly happy yesterday. So it'd be good to get an idea of what the overall thought. I know the, the smallest shout loudest and I like, but... Um, Maybe I'm kind of just desensitised to it because I hear it every week. And you do over, what is it, 18 years I've been going to town now, you just kind of sort of tune it out. But um, I didn't hear, apart, say, apart from... Frust- on my part, anyway, frustration when Harry Clifton and Raquel Pike are off- offside in positions they really shouldn't be. I can't remember any criticism towards our players. And that's, a, I think, a notice about away crowds versus home crowds. We tend to get more onto the lads' backs at home than we do away. Uh, that might be um, uh, my personal experience because the experience getting the Is it because bit, people who are away are drunker? Drunker or the kind of, they've paid more, so they think they've paid for the privilege, so they think they might as well, but they should um, behave better. I don't know. Uh, I thought yesterday. Um, I thought yesterday we played 
once it was it was almost like the Crawley game in reverse. I said this to people I was with the game that was sort of they took the lead, then we took then we equalised and they uh, fell to peace. They didn't know what to do. And our the goal that we'd got, uh, the goal that we got to go take us in the head at half time had been coming for a while before that because we looked they looked really open. I thought chatting some of my mates at half time saying that these are there for the taking. Uh, let's go for them. Uh, but then I came back up, came back up to my seat, and I said that to my dad, and he said, "Yeah, but Hurst, that's not that's we know that's not how Hurst operates, particularly not criticism one way or the other. That's just an observation." Um, and then Rick Hill Pike has that great chance in the the start of the second half, which obviously I really wish had gone in. Uh, and then I think it's a quality ball and a quality header from from the lad to equalise. But overall, I don't think we did anything particularly wrong yesterday. Eastwood's not had a save to make other than flapping at one cross. Um, we've had a couple of chances, so I'm not I'm not alarmed at all. In fact, I'm I'm more reassured now than I was this time. Certainly after the Crawley game, that the process is right. Um, the things we're doing are right. Um, we know the kind of the, the the players are individually better than last season, but we can't seem to get it where they all perform well simultaneously. And I just kind of hope in the in the meantime it will click at some point. But four points for the week, I don't think a bad return at all. I mean, if we'd lost these two games, I mean, God knows what the response, but what conversation we're having tonight. But um, I, I still remain relatively positive. I know that will piss some people off who are listening who want us to all go Hurst out, he's shite, times up, that kind of thing. But I just don't, I just don't agree with that. Well, here's some of the things uh, that have come off fans who were there as well. Sai says at full time there was a Hurst out group, but were shouted down. Andrew Nara says Tramia fans seem to be impressed by town fans, according to social media. Tim uh, Hubbard says there were some jeers when Hurst came towards the, the uh, town fans at the end, which was uncalled for in his opinion. Um, so it's um, it's an interesting one. I thought, um, yeah, I agree with you. I thought we played quite well. And do you know what? That one that Pike missed that I, on the radio, they were a little bit um, critical of it, but I'm not 100% sure what else that guy could have done. Headed it down, got it on target, and the key he's already, makes, uh, he's already He's already take. scored, so I'm loath to criticise him too much. He had by far his best game yesterday in terms of the way... It, he's got quite a language style, Absolutely. which can be kind of, I think, conflated with laziness wrongly. He sort of he uses body quite well. I will, I will use that. I will get to that point at some point. I'm um, sure of but, it. No, no, he uses physicality well. He acted their centre half couldn't cover with him, and I think the goal did him some good actually. So I'm loath to criticise Raquel Pipe too much at all, to be honest with you, because he's got it on target. And the keeper, you can say he shouldn't be giving the keeper a chance. chance. In fact, Hurst, he did say that, but no, that doesn't make my point. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, Mike, what were your thoughts? Yeah, it's quite a funny week, isn't it? I think. Me, you, and Bruce were chatting last week, and I think we was we was quite happy with if we'd taken four points from this week. Um, you know, and looking back, you're, you're thinking, well, we should have really had six. I mean, if you take Tuesday night for example, I think that was very much a case of win by any any cost, just to break that record of three on the bounce. You'd only be four, then five. Um, so, I mean, I, it was terrible on Tuesday night. Um, you want to see better football than that, but winning at home after a bad run of form no matter how it looks it's always good so I didn't really understand a lot of the criticism there you know I, I, I understand about the type of football but you know you've got three points and a lot of last season we were we were losing those games you know we would have just got walked over so I think it showed a little bit of a little bit of character um that's been in question recently um so it was good to get three points on Tuesday night and then going into the weekend 
you, you're hoping to make that two from two. Um, and, and I'm I'm with Sam. I mean, I don't I don't think we did a lot wrong. You know, uh, I think we've limited them fairly well. We've we've scored two goals. We've looked a lot more uh, attacking and created a lot more threat. Um, but I'm not sure if if what happened on Saturday is a case of being any different or just having more people in the right areas at the right time. I don't know if we created more than we usually do, but both goals um, sort of came from the second striker. And by that, I mean, one of the strikers had an opportunity. It went wrong and it fell to the second person that was up there. So firstly, Wilson couldn't take the ball in on the break, roll through to, to Rose and he scored. And then for Pike's goal, the ball's come in the box. It's just Miss Rose and then Pike scored. So having that extra striker in there, I don't know if it's made us any more attacking or just had more people, um, more people around. So it's disappointing to to look to be starting to have a bit of an issue keeping hold of you know of leads. Um, but I don't think they really created much. And you have to you, you do start to wonder like when is your look going to change? Because I don't I don't think we did anything wrong on Tuesday. Uh, on Saturday, sorry. And one thing I would have liked to have seen done more in the last sort of 10, 15 minutes is Pike really had their, their left centre-back uh, on toast for the last, last 10, 15, 20 minutes. And I'd like to have seen us put that ball in our right channel a little bit more um, to test him. Um, but yeah, all in all, it's a good week. Um, result result was more important on Tuesday and then we've backed that up with another unbeaten. It should have been six points and on we go. If we beat Accrington at home, to at home, if we beat Accrington in the next game, that's seven points from nine, and you're looking a lot better than where we was after those three defeats. Yeah, can I just go back to the thing? Because there's, there's now a sort of I don't I don't know whether we're, I'm giving air to ideas I perhaps shouldn't do here, but that we're kind of powder puff defensively. But in the last, we didn't concede many chances yesterday. It's not like we're kind of we're defending the edge of the six yard box. There's crosses flying across the face at goal. The keepers pull a series of world class saved keepers in it. That's just not true. I, I, the most frustrating thing for me yesterday is they weren't very good and we didn't beat them. On Tuesday night, we looked like a side that were low on confidence, frankly, who needed a result. And I didn't see that at all yesterday. But on Tuesday night, we, we struggled. We looked like a side that were, were kind of like, please do not let this slip again. We were kind of, there was a bit of panic. There was a bit, just a, a side low on confidence. De- defensively, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I, I'm not unconvinced that we haven't got an issue with Waterfall. I'll be honest, every time I see him at the minute, he doesn't fill me with the confidence he did the last two seasons. He looks a little bit unsure. He looks like he, you know, the ball's a bit of an issue at his feet. You know, he's not too sure what to do. And I think quite often he looks our weak link, which I'm not used to with with Waterfall. I think looking back at our defensive record over the last few games, I think we're massively missing Ma. And then my concern then is when your only choice is Waterfall who looks off it, you that you then you're gonna concede one or two because you just don't look as comfortable defensively as a Paul Hurst team does. So I was disappointed we didn't get an extra centre-half actually in the window. And I think in January, that is going to be an important area, getting getting more cover in that area. So when we when we do miss one, we don't look as fragile as I think we might have done. I'm going to sneeze. So I was going to say yesterday, I thought it was... Um... I thought defensively we looked okay. Uh, we conceded the first goal when we were down to 10, which, by the way, the more I see that, that's a straight red. That keeper has no control. He's up in the air. He leads with his knee. It's no different to the Schumacher one you saw in the 80s where he knocked the bloke unconscious. I but think it was a fan by Wilson. 
Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. The referee, we didn't do a shit ref claxon. If I can do, you know, a retrospective one, I absolutely will because the guy was. A Wouldn't have happened with VAR though, would it? Wouldn't have happened with VAR, would it? No. Well, Sam, you, you're a Liverpool fan, so I assumed you're expecting it to get replayed. Are, are, are you replay? Are the bright? Is the Brighton game getting replayed? By the way, after Why the clear the handball from Van Dyke. But it bounced off his thigh, and also that's a subjective decision. Before anyway, we go down that rabbit hole, can I just come back on the referee yesterday? What, what? Firstly, he didn't give a free kick. He played on and saw there was a head injury and pulled it back. So I don't know why the hell he's given a free kick. You know, which looks at competency of referees. If you've played on, there's no he way you killed him. Free kick. And secondly, I mean, that is you're not lying. It was fucking awful. No. And secondly, that is an absolutely ridiculous rule. That the, because the referee's given a free kick, Wilson has to go off for 30 seconds. Now, you can make the argument you should be able to defend that in your final third, but we couldn't get the pressure on the ball because we was a man short. So that it we've allowed harder, them to it? play. Yeah, we've allowed them to play a long, a long ball with no pressure on it, which has led to the goal. Now you should defend it, obviously, but that's a ridiculous rule. He wasn't given the free kick in the first place, and then he's given it, and we've had to have the man on the side for 30 seconds. It's ridiculous. We've um, stolen. We've Stuart, conceded because their keepers. Stuart Middlecoat is saying that's never a red card. Stuart, I really, you, you might well be an official, uh, because if you change that goalkeeping kit for an outfield kit, and you see an outfielder run into that, leading with his knee, that is a red card. That is overt force and is not needed. That is exactly the same as Schumacher did in the eighties, and that is deemed one of the worst tackles ever seen. So did he I break? Don't did he break the? Did he like, take a load of your guy's teeth out or break his jaw or something? It was yeah. I, I'm not obviously I can't remember. And it's no different. And yet, you, it's, and I keep hearing he won the ball again. As an outfielder, if you win the ball and take out the uh, the player, it's still a red, it can still be a red card. It's you know I can't believe we're getting to this point where we're saying that. And the ref and it's and then also later on in the game. Uh, if you go to Mariner, uh, if you go to the Mariners match day moments thing, there's a great angle on Pike where he gets absolutely cleared out and it's a clear stonewall penalty. And Ollie Hodson raises a good thing. He says it's a red in rugby nowadays, never mind football. Winning um, the ball is not a prerequisite of it being a good challenge. You know, you can you can do all sorts of win the ball. You can fly in six, five foot off the ground with two feet and win the ball. That doesn't make it a good challenge. Anywhere else <laughs> on the pitch, that's you know, at least that's a free kick to us, at least, because you, Wait, how Wayne you Clark says, challenge? Yeah. Wayne says, if I did that to someone in the street, I'd be up in court on Monday for assault. You wouldn't be up you in court, be on, court on Monday. Monday, mate. <laughs> the backlog's too long, mate. No, you'll be in court <laughs> on Monday, Monday, November next year. In fairness, Stuart, I will offer him a little bit of mitigation here, because that Go was my, because I'm, I'm obviously miles away from it. I'm at the other end. And that was my instinct at the time was, oh, the keeper's won the ball and Wilson's clattered into him. It's only when Alex texted me in the WhatsApp group going, you need to see it back, mate. That, that was It was awful. <laughs> I'm it not really sure how Wilson can play the man if he, if he's not looking at him. Because <laughs> if Wilson's played I mean, the man, he's got the hell out of the way of that. I mean, You're not going to stand laugh. there, are you? We laugh, but is it just me or is it just us? Or is, or is it just kind of like an inherent football thing that refereeing standards have declined in, in recent years? But again, years? this is one thing we always go back to with town. That happens. Not one town player makes a fuss. In fact, I don't think there's one town player that goes over to check if Wilson's okay. Um, so you kind of cut, you kind of asking for it again. We're not, we're not that streetwise. And then the problem is, 
is when you look at it, when you look at football in general, you would hope your team aren't one of those dirt. You know, when you see it on telly, you, you get annoyed with it and you don't want your team to be doing it. But then when you don't do it, you don't get what the teams that do do it Ref- do. Fourth division referees, in fact, all referees are simple creatures. They are quite stupid. And even when I did the refereeing course, which shows how, you know, they let me on it, um, is you are, you are, the, you, we were told the reaction of the players. And the people around you will give a good, indi- good good indication of what happened in that in that. If you're not sure, so well, obviously, talking... why, did, why did Mourinho's sides always surround the referee the moment there's, or even a Danny Cowley side surround the referee the moment there's a vaguely contentious decision? Because it works, and 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 there it, is a, exactly, there is a, exactly there is a bigger conversation. I don't know if we want to get into it about refereeing in this country and the fact that it's not an appealing thing for people to get into because of the abuse and. And all sorts of things that come their way. So less and less oh, people are wanting to do it. it. No, no, they, they, no, they it. don't. No, they don't, mate. You know, if you're there 14, are some, there are if you're there a 13, are, 14 yeah, year old on a Sunday morning getting 40, 50 year old blokes effing and blinding you because you've got a decision wrong, right? You know, 40, 50 year old blokes shouting at a 14 year old. You don't want to have a word yourself anyway. But you're not going to carry on. You know, you you should be able to do your job with so scrutiny, Mike, but without Mike, the abusive scrutiny. What does that say then to the individuals that get through that process? And then are 30, 40 years old refereeing professional games where they're getting dogs abuse. That suggests those people are at least sociopaths. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that's all you get through. That's all you get through. You know, the people that, that don't mind that. Should, I should have written my dissertation on that. Is there a direct correlation between um, referee, professional referees and sociopathic tendencies? Uh, Stuart says, comes back, and he's allowed his response. Schumacher never got the ball. Watch it. He didn't get the ball, but I'm not suggesting... Please tell me you are not surely suggesting that because he got the ball, that warranted that. that. Because I hate if to go so, back to it, uh, but Curtis Jones got the ball last week and got sent off. So the, oh. I'm not using that as a kind of a Liverpool thing. That, that, a Liverpool thing. It's a... that's the fact That shows you the ball is irrelevant. And Curtis Jones was sent off. That just shows the ball in modern day football is kind of irrelevant in that kind of circumstance. So how, often do you go watch, how often do you go watch Liverpool play, Sam? I've been to Anfield once. Okay. Uh, I I'm mean, a, that's I'm not a, what a, I was asking. I'm just looking... I'm just thinking of him awkwardly shuffling on his feet when chants about Thatcher come up. <laughs> He's just looking down at the ground. <laughs> well, actually, some of her policies were okay. <laughs> Even I'm not that stupid. Imagine um, that. I mean... <laughs> Ollie, say, Ollie Hudson says, uh, Paul Mullen got a month in Hollywood for a challenge like that. He did. Uh, and then he responded. Yeah, but that, yeah, but that, was, that, was, that was all right, because it was Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible to get referees now. Only f- uh, four Sunday leagues in Grimsby now and not had a referee for three to five games. Ollie, what happens then if you don't have a referee? Do you just do it on a Twitter poll? You should give it to that 40-year-old bloke who thinks he knows everything and then see how well he does. And oh, I he, will, was behind, I, he, was, he was behind me yesterday. It, it is a serious point that the quality of refereeing is so poor because we're not getting them through and we'll continue to not get them through while they're treated the way they are. And I, 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 sound a little, I feel a little bit like Tom with this, but you should be able to be a referee without a lot of the stuff that goes on. Do you know what the other issue with diminishing quality of officials this level is? And you're gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm banging my favourite drum here. But because of VAR in the Premier League, they have to double up on referees now because there's obviously need a referee and a VAR referee. So you end up with John Brooks, who was out of his depth in the conference, just to be clear, as a Premier League referee. So that kind of diminishes the quality further down. 
So that's not me making an observation on the effectiveness of VAR either way. That's just a kind of a statement of fact that there's more Premier League referees now. So that means the quality down here is lower. And if the idea that John Brooks is a Premier League referee after the standard of refereeing we saw him produce in the conference, that tells you all you need to know, I think. And the Chippy, thing about I didn't the know quality... What... Sorry, sorry, mate. I was just going to say, Gus, we did say midweek that Paul Hurst had got a letter or the club had got a letter from the uh, the referee or the BGML um, from uh, the Swindon game. Saying we don't get sorry. Howard Webb given as a call. We're not important. Or whoever it was, the FA or whoever it was, saying... Um, just to extend the template. Yeah, the, the Swindon, <laughs> the, there, should, there should have been a red card in the Swindon game, you know, so... It's not as if it's once every so often. It seems like every week there is there is something at our level. And it's just poor refereeing. Ollie comes back to us and says in the Grimsby League at that own players ref. That sounds hilarious and I want to see it. <laughs> we had we used comes... to have home on we used to have home on pies in cricket. We had them during the COVID days. Let's bring let's have them in let's have them in you know, football. Sam, did I tell you this once when England played the Ashes in the 70s in Australia and they were allowed to pick the umpires and it was homegrown Australian umpires. In that entire series, England did not get one LBW call. Not one in those five <laughs> there games. Some, there, there was some amazing statistic wasn't that the Pakistan didn't get a home LBW given against them for about 5 years in the 1980s. I'm not giving them I'm not giving it. <laughs> <laughs> Chiffy, uh, Chiffy comes in and Chiffy, tell us the score because I couldn't find it anywhere. I'm really sorry. The women's game today, there were three red cards and eight yellows, um, which was incredible. And Ollie says, I got Simbin by my own mate refereeing last week, so it's not great. <laughs> you get Simbin now. Yeah, you get Simbin. Yeah, it's been a while now. I think National League South do it as well, don't they? Oh, I'll have to ask Scunny. You know, I'll, ask, I'll, ask, I'll ask a couple of Scunny fans I know. I'm sure they'll be and, able to let me know. I want to. I know a Yeovil fan as well that they can tell me. All right. You know. The Grimsby women's team lost one 0 today uh, against. I believe it was Tadley. Am I right, Chiffy? That sounds quite southern, so I might have got that wrong. Yeah, where is Tadley? I've heard of I it. I think it's near Epsom, so I don't think it's that. <laughs> it's not near. All um, oh, right. Not Tetney, is it? <laughs> Slappy says he wants to come on the podcast. I don't know who he is, so no. When you well, that's why he wants a photo with me. He wants to come on the podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re retract my offer of a photograph. This is a kind of a gateway into becoming a podder. Slappy, fifty quid, you can come on for twenty minutes, no problem. We still haven't had Wacker on. You keep advice to Bon Alex. No, he's done. Um, Baseford, sorry, I'm totally, you know, I'm pay giving the women's team as much attention as the official club. Um, <laughs> um. So there we go. They lost one 0 to Wake Baseford, which is terrible. Um, um, Con what controversial, po controversial point here. Mishi Effetti is the best left back at the club. It's 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 certainly an, an opinion. I mean, yeah, he's he's done all right. Uh, can I just say, Mike, you've got a problem with waterfall? Can I just? Say I've I got a problem because he scares me. So I've not got a problem. Okay. I've got a concern. Okay, <laughs> it's not the, it's not the gender. It's a, Luke, that's I a... have no problem with you, mate. No problem at all. <laughs> I've got, can we just have a quick chat? Security outside, just in case. <laughs> I'm back um, in waterfall have... in that. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. Um, Rogers, I don't think, had an amazing game. And I don't think he had an amazing game on Tuesday. I think Rogers has been a victim of his own success. He was so, so fantastic in the opening few games that he's um, he's now been sort of like, eight and a half out of ten as opposed to nine nine and a half out of ten 
and um, he still wins everything in the air. He still. Well, I, he just can looks... I can I say that he didn't at Swindon, and that's what caused their first goal. He didn't win the header then and was out of position. You didn't just say Fair Swindon point. though. You said Tuesday and yesterday, and I think he was our best player on Tuesday. <laughs> Last three games, I don't think he's been that good. <laughs> apart from that well, shank he did out, apart that shank he did straight into the main stand in the ninety third minute that made us all laugh on Tuesday night. That was brilliant. Um, I but, can't get over um, that. Um, that was so bad. We just sort of went. <laughs> I think that's the worst thing I've heard you say, Alex. <laughs> get past that. Hold on. I, I don't listen. This is a diversionary tactic for the Misha Fetty debate because he knows I'm right. For the first time ever, I've got some actual credit. <laughs> I've, got some actual, I've got some actual kind of evidence to back up my argument. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about Mishy, that. <laughs> Mishy was doing great. I think he's done great. I don't think he should have to. I think it's unfair that he has to play in a position he is not used to. Um, and, you know, he gets quite a few pelters and a lot of people will forget he's playing out of a position that he's not used to as well. Uh, so I think, I don't know what's happening with Glenn and Amos. They were more than comfortable last year and I was happy to have them. Um, I think Amos is the better player, uh, but there is clearly something going on. Whether it be the guy in front of them is not offering as much cover as they need, maybe. I don't know. I, 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 think, I, think, I think, firstly, like I said last week in Sam's absence for the Michi Effetti uh, uh, fan club, you know, I think Michi's done really well and, and he needs full credit to start. He's coming at left back and he's been very solid. He's had some goal involvements and I think also our our first goal on Saturday had a nice little bit of play which probably went missed, but um, he linked up well for the, for the goal. I, I think with the other lads, I think, you know, the Division 4 footballers, they're not going to be great all the time. My hope is it's a bit of form. You know, I don't think we had this concern last year with the two two, two left-backs. So I don't know if it's an endemic problem. I think it may just be they're really out of form um, and hopefully they can come back stronger. Um, hey, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting we throw him, you know, in this, the Humber. I'm just saying he hasn't been at his exemplary standards. And Sai Hodson comes out with a really good point. Rogers is playing on the left when partnering with Waterfall, but on the right when he partners Mayer. So that might be another reason because he's beep. not necessarily. Beep. No, why is that beeping? Why am I dancing? Reversing. Reversing, yep. Yeah. Uh, what do they call it in this? Rowing back. I think that's the modern political. Kick him out. I hate him. He's terrible. Let's get rid of him. Let's go. Let's have him out. You know, he's as bad as Haywood and Hope. He's as bad as them. He is Tommy Forecast in the centre-back position. Is that okay? Do you feel better now? This yeah, time? at least you've owned it. I, I, I think that Glennon in Good particular will come, back, will come back into the side at some point during this season. Because the, the, Mishi's done all right, don't get me wrong. But Mishi's, the, the biggest aspect of Mishi's game is his kind of his athleticism, his ability to drive us up the pitch. That is mitigated by him playing on that side. So he's done all right. And it's not Mishi's prop fault, but he's just a, a natural thing. You've got playing a right footer at left back. So I do hope Glennon can sort his game out to a certain extent. Because um, what he does give you going the other way, if he's kind of a if he can get his defensive game sort of okay, is massive. It's almost like the kind of the the, the Trent Alexander Arnold debate on a poor man. A no, I don't get. I don't, it's not, it's I don't, it's another Liverpool it. reference. Yeah, I, don't, stop I, this. Don't I don't care. I if, don't if care. If you if you can get Glennon back to normal and back in the side, and back you've got two normal. players up front, yeah, no, no, because he was decent last year. I won't have it any other way. He was decent last year. You He's get decent, him in the yeah. side, uh, you know, with two, <coughs> two two strikers up in the box, we're going to score goals because he will put it on people's heads because he's the he's got one of the best deliveries in this league, I think. Yeah, 
he hasn't, and especially now we've got Rose who can certainly head a ball. Um, mm. We didn't have that last season, but he's got to be better. He's got to be okay defensively. I don't mind him. I don't want him to be. Um, I don't want him to be Kyle Walker defensively. Well, obviously, I do, but I don't. I'm not expecting that. Good, but I'm expecting... I don't think he's going to be that good. Go on. How, could, how much could we sell him for? Christ, we'd probably still sell him only for a million to beat him, bro. I mean, but I'm hoping he can be sort of. I don't know. Somebody else. I don't know. Kind of like whatever. Good. So just to kind of mitigate it, because it is better having a left footer. Uh, do you think there's anything in this, by the way, that get Amos and Glennon don't benefit because Hurst is more like judge them more harshly because they're that's his position? Or do you think I'm overthinking that one? I've stunned them into silence. Bloody hell. Right, I did not say that. I did not say so. For those of you, for those of you who are listening in the car or whatever on the way to work tomorrow, Alex has put breaking news. Sam Barrick says Misha Fetty is as good as Kyle Walker. I did not say that. I didn't say anything remotely like that. I was talking about Anthony Glennon, not Misha Fetty. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> you, you, might, you might be right, actually. Actually, Sam, you know they they play the position Paul knows very well, so maybe. But I, I don't. I don't think he'll. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm still I'm sure. still trying to get over the Rogers comment. To be totally honest with you, I just I I, Look, I say it I, as I, I see it. I won't name Terrible. names for the benefit. But I saw somebody yesterday suggest when we had the issues that we should play Mishi at right back, Malaki at centre back with Mar, and Harvey Rogers at left back. So it's not the worst Harvey Rogers. Oh, Wasn't that Gabriel Sutton? Yeah. Okay, you name him if you like. <laughs> for the benefits of um, I, 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 so Alex has somehow come out with only the second worst Harvey Rogers opinion this weekend. You play your best I watch our games. Back. Yeah, I'm having. I'm not having this. I watch our games. Whatever the fishy may say, I watch all of our games. So mine is the worst take. Well, by the way, just to be clear, I've still 100% this season. There's proof that I've been at all these games. All those photos that appear in this on this thing are usually mine. That's true. So, that is very true. Do, oh, do you know what? We've already on. applauded your commitment. Granted, let's be honest, you've got nothing to do at work right now. Um, no so, kids. you know, that you yeah. know I'll, have even less, I'll have even less to do this time next year. Yeah, you'll be, you know, helping them train. <laughs> you can do, why don't you cover the women's team? Someone should. Is this part of Sam Tries? Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam has got to talk to Luke Waterfall. <laughs> what does your mate Mike say about me? <laughs> I'm going to start to Robbie Rogers. What does your sorry, mate Luke. Mike? What's your, your what does your mate Alex say about me? I said he's not my mate, mate. I've Rogers about six foot. He's about a foot taller than me. <laughs> Can't stand the heat. Uh, Ollie says uh, Sam will be working in cyber this time next year. Where's that? I'm already working in AI. <laughs> I mean that will explain a bit. Um, well, listen, if you get that, you get that. That's a pretty niche reference. That <laughs> could I ask a question? Yeah, not... Okay, you can ask because I don't. I, I settle it. I don't know if this is me just being over positive or over optimist, or if they have a point. I genuinely I saw. Poll, can I? No, I genuinely saw a couple of people yesterday say we drew the game because Paul Hurst was too negative. Now I think and you've that's got to be in your bonnet about this, me? haven't you? Yeah, so but can I, I say something? Okay, I will say this: we 
we conceded the Connor Jennings goal because Hurst hadn't made a change after Tramir for about a five, 10 minute period with a better team. And it was one of those when you see it coming. But I think it's less about Hurst being negative. It's him about being conservative and also trusting the players he currently has on the pitch to identify the problem and fix it. Equally, I think you're only saying that because of the, or people would only say that because of what they've seen before with Hurst. So on Tuesday night, for example, I think Hurst's substitutions won us the game, frankly. The decision to put three at the back and bring a second striker on um, probably turned a 1-0. What was, the game was going away for us on Tuesday night and they would have turned it around. Um, I thought when Pike came on yesterday, he made a difference. And I thought Holohan, when he came on, had a bit of energy into midfield. So I don't think Hurst did anything wrong in terms of his in-game management yesterday. Um, but I don't know, Matt, I think some ideas sort of need killing its source, to be honest with you. I mean, that is just such bollocks that Hurst's negativity cost us the game yesterday. I don't even think it's worth discussing. And there's also this other thing that goes on that some people say, oh, we played, oh, we didn't win yesterday, but we played OK, Hurst out. And the same people who said, oh, we played shit on Tuesday night, uh, but we won, oh, Hurst out. So make your bloody mind up. It's a weird one, isn't it? Like. If we'd have taken a point against Barrow and then won yesterday, would that have been better? I yeah, don't I mean, I, think I, just... I, I genuinely saw stuff on Tuesday. The result doesn't matter. We were crap. And then I saw things yesterday from the same people. Oh, the performance doesn't matter. We didn't win. You know, and it, it just does feed into the cycle we're talking about last week about it's an ever changing narrative, I think. And you, you lose all sense of perspective about it because I think Sam's quite right. Tuesday night, we're heading for a defeat. And that would have been catastrophic, losing another another lead. Uh, there would have been a lot of pressure. But I think he made the change to match them up, which quieted them down a little bit and put two up top, which meant we had something more to hit to get that second. So we had a bit more of a cushion. Um, so I think that was another in-game change, which which will never be remembered. We'll always, the next time there's a problem in-game, it'll be Hurst doesn't know how to, how to manage a game tactically. Uh, and then lose the, um, <laughs> uh, and then we'll right. lose all perspective. So go to slido.com GTFC because I don't really want to be putting this out on Twitter because I got a load of grief for it last time. <laughs> uh, I want to know where our listeners are in terms of the Hurst in, Hurst out debate. I would imagine most of you are in the Hurst in camp, but it'd be nice to see and we can string that opinion along. So either scan the um, QR code on the screen. In fact, I'll get rid of the one that sells the merchandise shop and either scan that on your phone or go to Hurst in or go to slido.com GTFC and we will see the live polling come in. We also might see how many listeners we've got, which might be slightly more worrying, I guess. Sam has gone uh, full portrait mode. Uh, just for that. So it'd be interesting to see what people's are. If you're listening, you know, after today, um, don't, uh, yeah, it probably won't be up. And um, I'm slightly worried because this is meant to be live and it is not moving. <laughs> is anybody listening? I'm going to do it. I'm going to see if it's working. I did it. It is working. Is it? So what's going on? Yeah. Why is it not updating? Re refresh it, see what happens. Oh, I've got nine people on it. Hang on, what's going on? <laughs> There, there we go. It's working now. Stop there the we are. I voted. Stop the count. So there you go. Put it in. We'll keep but, updating but it. Just, just going back to Tuesday right night. Say we'd, lost are voting. On, say we'd lost on Tuesday night. I don't want to words in your mouth here, but if we put uh, if um, we put lost on Tuesday night and got a point yesterday, I think a lot more people would be going times up. 
I might. I be, wouldn't be. I'll be but honest. I think. I, I, but I think. If we, I think. I think a lot. Go on, sorry. If we'd have lost from that position on Tuesday, playing the way we did, and then went to Tranmere and maybe scraped a point, I think I'd be sort of getting getting there. Um, but it's easy to say when you, when it doesn't happen. But I was really concerned on Tuesday if we if we'd have, if we'd have lost those points from winning position, it would have been it'd have been terrible. Yeah, you'd be able to say there's a there's a foot, but I go back to the point that you can see the process is right. We're doing the right things, and there isn't a fundamental issue there. Um, and I think we'll start seeing out games sooner or later. Um, uh, and we're six points off fifth, so I really don't think there's a there's a there's a big problem at all. And I think it will the results will turn round because I don't think Look, the we'll leave it. really have to turn round. Sorry, Alex. We'll, uh, we'll no, it's all right. Don't worry about it. We'll um we'll leave this up for a couple of minutes and so so if you're catching up with it. So the poll says 18 people have voted. You know, a bit of a hit on our ego because it says about 70 people are watching. Um, Hurst, Hurst, 83. I know, I, I, I know some people who listen vote now. Voting is always important, provide, especially next year. <laughs> oh, let's do this. Yeah, let's do a live poll. Hang on. Sam, Great. in or out? <laughs> uh, general election. Because Bruce isn't here to tell us off, so we can go political. General election. Uh, Conservative, I'll put them first. And then uh, Labour. And then Sam. Other. Who are you intending on voting for? Are we going Let's there? go live with that one. There we are. Let's do more polls. What's the link, Alex? Because I need someone to vote blue. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not having you, like, you know, put it in your WhatsApp group. <laughs> and the Dean we'll get em- to the phone. We'll get every single, get every single staff right now. Uh, that's going to be a bit weird, though. What sort of, what is it? Quarter to nine on a Sunday night, I text some mates from work and go, would you mind voting in this podcast WhatsApp group, oh, please? Then, this Sam, pod- do it. If they go to slido.com, GTFC, let's see the power of Sam's conservative connections. I'm, I'm not I'm not doing that um, under but any Sam's done it, and alarmingly, nobody still voted Tory. I'm checking because it, it seems to be uh, requires me to update it. There you go. Uh, Sam Bevan says, uh, "Okay, let's." There's quite a few coming in. Apologies, oh, I've missed quite point. a few of you. All. Be quite funny. We've got more votes in this one than the Hurst one. It'd be quite interesting. We get more votes in this, and you get in the election. Um, <laughs> Simon Hodgson <laughs> says, uh, uh, "The same people bringing up uh, that we have dropped points from winning positions also say he's too negative." Amuse me. Uh, Jack, uh, Josh Ellis says, I agree with Sam totally. On what, Josh? Uh, Sam, this guy's everything. this guy's good. We need to we, we need to meet Josh. We need to meet Josh. Um, you've, got, you've already got to meet Slappy for a sec, felt, so, selfie or a slap. I don't know what. Sam Bevan says, I think the strong opinion is that people like Hurst, but his game management game to game is strange. I do agree with that, but don't think he's negative. Just don't get some of the changes. That's fair. But don't I you, think don't you think that we often say that fourth division players are um shite flawed? Aren't fourth division <laughs> managers gonna be aren't fourth division managers gonna be flawed as well? Maybe uh, do you not think we have to cut some we're not we're not gonna find Jurgen Klopp or Pep Guardiola or Jose Mourinho at this level. I've always thought not. that um I've always I've never been worried about Hurst making changes it's usually the fact he doesn't make a change in the first place that is usually my gripe and uh Josh Ellis says Tuesday night was a win is a win is a win and Saturday was just a lucky I kind of get that Josh and I think I probably agree with you uh Sam Bevan says like dropping Holohan 
but you could see Andrews, who played well, was blowing at 60 minutes, but kept him on and then brought Holohan in. Yeah, you might be right. Can I ask Stuart something, said, can I ask something on Andrews when you yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Stuart says, saw people saying Hurst out five minutes before kickoff yesterday based on team selection. That's always the thing that bugs me as well. Like, you know, check it out. Um, Look, you've made it. That's why we don't need to give that air because they've made their minds up. There's no point in engaging with it. So they're going to find whatever they can. And it's a, it is a small minority. And therefore, we they probably shouldn't talk about it, really, because it is such a small minority. Chiffy, we need we need to have a beer. Uh, generally couldn't care less who's in charge anymore or the starting lineup each week. Life has drained out of me, so win, lose, or draw, it doesn't bother me anymore. We need a beer, absolutely. Uh, and also, for your own entertainment, let's see how Sam's job's going. Uh, it's <laughs> Sam, not, have you it's voted looking, on this it, or not? <laughs> no, I, I haven't voted, no. I, I, I... <laughs> it's worse because I haven't either. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> Um, so, uh, on our it's important a, general election one. So, I will be sending my CV in tomorrow morning to everybody who has any. <laughs> so, Labour is 85%. Uh, other is 15%. Conservative is 0%. Actually, hang on. I won't say where you are, Sam, but what's your margin? York North. Uh, you, you, well, you know, you know where I work. Um, I know I do. 10,000. Oh, that's not bad. What's the swing needed? We've worked out. We did some digging last week, actually. Uh, that we Labour can... more whilst you, whilst you we carry can... on on this Robert rabbit hole, can I make an Andrews point? Yeah, yeah please. Let's talk about football. You know what? I'm at work tomorrow, so this is work for me. So we can talk about... <laughs> we could talk about... Talk, talk, Do you think now Bruce is, Bruce is away and he's desperately trying to join back in on the link going, my God, can someone please shut them the fuck up? <laughs> Bruce, come back. Bruce, come back. Right, I Mike, think a, go couple, on. a couple of I points. There's a couple more points actually, other than Andrew. So, firstly, I think the two up top. Something we may <coughs> have missed is I don't think we've had much opportunity to play two up top. You've had Pike that's been coming back for an injury, and then uh, Rose got injured. Wilson's just come back to fitness and is actually probably injured again for a little bit. So, we haven't had much chance to play those two up the top. So, hopefully, moving forward, that's where we go. But on Andrews, I really like the look of him. I think he's been really impressive at least the last two games. And for me, he's everything Alex Hunt should be, but isn't. He has he has yeah. the class on the ball. He has a bit of, a bit of something about him, and he gets back and gets tackling and has a presence in that midfield as well. So for me, he don't, Andrews, he don't get knocked about like Hunt does. No, no, Andrews is what I wanted Hunt to have been, and Hunt's just not got there. Um, so I think a midfield of Conte and Andrews is great. I actually think, and I know a few people disagreed with this, I thought Coulahan had a massively great game on Tuesday. I don't, I don't not think so anyone's sure disagreeing with that. I think oh, a couple of people did it? when I mentioned it on, on Twitter and things. But That might be my other account. Yeah, but I think Coulahan as well, we've said before, <laughs> it's nice to have him in the mix. I think he, he, does, he brings a lot of experience in that midfield as well. So I think if you're playing Conte and Andrews in a two, you may lose a bit of that, that know-how in there because they're two really young players, very green around the edges. Um, and I think as a fan base, we maybe have to remember that if things don't go well in a game, that we've got two young lads in there that are real good talents, but are not always going to be able to do the dirty side and have the experience to know how to do it. So um, I think having Houlihan in there during the season is going to be important as well. And another point I'll make, my God, the injuries we've had this season. Especially we'll, forward we'll areas. Now as well, haven't we? Yeah, and Otis Our strength and conditioning coach has got a lot to answer for. <laughs> yeah. And Otis Khan being off an international duty 
and next week we're back, we're back down to the well, bear. Yeah. But we're, yeah, Is I mean, Conte going I, too? I've moaned it. I've, it, he, that's not been mentioned actually. So they've mentioned Otis, but they've not mentioned Conte on the on the on the Twitter web page. So, but they, on the we're well, talking about midfielders. I mean, you, you could, go on. You, just before you go on, mate. Hurst sorry, said, sorry, Mike. Hurst said that they were expecting it, but they haven't heard anything yet. And I'm thinking it's getting quite close to they actually picking him because they haven't heard anything from. Um, I don't. I'm not actually sure who he plays for, but they've not heard anything. Sierra from Leone. FA. Yeah, I've not heard anything from their FA as of last week. Uh, well, they have a midfielders in March. Right. While we're on the subject of midfielders, I know I've been shot down on this podcast before for this this view. But what do we think to um, Harry Clifton yesterday and in this and the, and in the season holistically? Whatever use the word, I hate the word holistically. I don't know. I've just used it. Um, I think. I think in the season he's he's not hit the heights he has before, but I also think he's been playing fundamentally in a bit of a different position as well. We have been trying to put him in that ten role a lot, um, and to say he's not as good as last year doesn't mean he's poor. Um, no, nope, I did think I did think I can't remember what date was. I think it was after Saturday. I did say maybe he needs coming out of the team just for a little bit um, because I think when somebody's not performing to the best, you need to take them out of the team and let other people have a go. Just, just for that player and for the other players as well. Um, and I think on Saturday, I think he played that role quite well. And it reminded me a lot of Paul Hurst's time in the conference. He used to play three central midfielders in a 4-4-2 quite often. You know, he had Disley, Clay and Nolan quite a lot in that 2016 season. Um, or, and then or, or even, or he, he played Diz on the wide right briefly when we had... So <laughs> it, it, it's not something he's he's not used to, and I, I thought he did the job well. He obviously Paulos doesn't want to be too gung ho because there is an element of pragmatism, so he didn't want to play with two two proper wide men, so to speak. So um, yeah, Joey's still out, but I, I think it's a bit harsh to say he's been poor this season. I just think he's not been as good as he was last year, and maybe we're judging so is, by those standards. So I can't find anything on Sierra Leone. The only thing I can tell you in their group is Group A, and they are playing Djibouti, Ethiopia. Guinea-Bissau, Burkina Faso, and uh, Egypt as well. So Conte might go up against um, Salah. Sa- against Salah. <laughs> are, we, are we trying to mention every single Liverpool player this evening? <laughs> no, not really. Um, but um, I think I, I broadly agree with what you said about Clifton, Mike. Um, I think he's playing in a different. He, he's been playing whereas last season he played sort of more wide. He's been playing the wider, the wider of a, of a midfield. This should have been playing more centrally. I've mentioned before about the limitations that are in Harry Clifton's game. I think he's improved a lot of those immensely. He's died, but, Joanna. But there are a couple of there are a couple of things with him that just so sometimes he's touching key areas, and sometimes he's just kind of he frees a little bit when he's running through with the ball. What do I need to do there? That that just kind of frustrate me. But you kind of you think he's a fourth tier player at the end of the day. There's going to be but his heart, his energy, his ability to get into goal scoring. The runs he makes these days, he's a way better player than he was two years ago. It's just I thought something might be might be worth talking about. To be honest, with you. I don't think he's had a bad season. I think almost he's kind of a victim of his own success because he was so good last season. Uh, Joanna also wants to wish Josh Ellis a thirty third birthday. It's his birthday today. What's wrong? What's not good? Happy birthday, Josh, from everyone here, and but not Sam because he's too busy chuntering away and forgot he's not on mute. Um. Uh, but there we go. 
Um, no, I think my sig- I think my signal went. I think my signal went di- iffy briefly. Sorry. Oh, stay iffy, that poor, poor infrastructure. Who, who's to blame for that? Don't we um, redirecting uh, resources? Redirecting resources. Redirecting. A- um. <laughs> mute him, mate. I just, I just, I did. Yeah. That's why oh, he's so God. annoyed. <laughs> Uh, Sam Bevan says if Clifton had a good first touch he'd be at a higher level been quiet this season but he gives us energy I wonder can I throw something out there that I haven't thought about that much is he trying to do too similar a job to what Conte's doing and he's now got to work out what his role might be who's that now he plays a lot plays a lot further forward than Conte Conte sits in front of the back four and dictates the play Um, I I think they've tried to get Clifton a lot further forward this season I'm just saying when there's, uh, when, when there's only one striker, he's usually the one that goes up alongside to make a, a, a front two press. Um, he was last once when he took Rose off yesterday. Harry Clifton was right with Pike in the last. He was almost played on the last on the shoulder of the last defender. He was really really high. Right. So we've we've been we we're coming to time, and again that carrot cake is there for me. So you know we are leaving it one. Um. Um. I've lost it. Bradford, we've got to play them. Let's give that as much preview as we as it deserves. So we play Accrington on stat Saturday. Um, um this is a this is a run now where I see that we need to start picking up points. Am I am I right in saying that this is the the month that needs to transform the season? I think absolutely that's great. Bar Stockport next week, we've got uh Accrington, Colchester, Donny. And then we've got Morecambe, Forest Green, and Sutton. Yeah, do so you want me to pull them if, off in who's at home and who's away? I can. I, it, so it's stop. So it's Accrington at home, Donny away. So Accrington at home, Stockport away, Colchester at home, Donny away. Cup, cup weekends, Morecambe at home, Forest Green away, Sutton at home. You freak. Uh, and then Milton Keynes Dons away. Absolute freak. So you've got like so. Let's go from MK Dons. <laughs> well, I can remember that. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We eight. We've got eight league games there where I would probably only take defeat to Stockport and MK Dons. Yeah, and MK I, I Dons think, are I think a couple of points like, as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd be I'd be making the point for a little bit about our start and then making decisions sort of October, November. So this is exactly the time we need to be getting points on the board and good performances because that you know the that defense holds as long as you then perform against some of the better teams you know it's a fact we have played some of the the, the better teams in the division but then you, ne- you need to start performing in this run so I think we need to realistically be only losing two or three of those eight and then getting getting wins in four and a draw or something, five, something five, like five that just six wins. top of my head yeah you need you need to be you need to be banking points against them um so so yeah and if we if we have a bad five or six games I'll be honest then it might be time to be looking looking at it because those those games you should be getting lots of points from depends again on the circumstances um but but uh, we're six points off fifth place so if we win quite a few games in succession now which is possible we might all of a sudden be right on the fringe of the playoffs or even in them and then all the kind of hearst out chatter will be a distant memory uh, and then we bring in can... then we bring in a new new striker in at, in, at christmas omar bogle returns I was, yeah i would say his initials ob um, omar bogle he... returns Original pirate material, and um, we are, uh, you know, off to win the uh, win the fucking lot. I'll be honest. If I was Hurst in January, I'd be prioritising 
a reserve centre half and a left back over centre forward, but that's just me. Um, Jeffrey says Stockport have won six on the trot, and we all seem to do well against them, so they're, they're due a loss. So Jeffrey's going for all of them apart from MK Dons. Josh Ellis is, you know, immediately smashing that down and says we win at MK Dons. Oh, it'd be the hardcore there that night, won't it? MK Dons away on a Tuesday night. Oh, I'm going. He's drunk off I'm the going. fact it's his birthday. Look at him. Win at MK yeah. Dons. Win at MK yeah, Dons. I'm going that, I'm, I'm going that night. Five, I remember my first point as well, Josh. <laughs> leave work at five o'clock, exactly on the dot. Race to Euston. It's only about 40 minutes out of Euston, isn't it? To, to jump to Milton Keynes, I think. I'll probably drive so you can get a lift. I'll see if I can park <laughs> in London that day. Park at, park at the office. You see, park at the I'll make up an excuse. For, the, for those listening, three, three of us live in London and only one of us got that offer of a lift then, didn't we? Oh, well, you said you weren't going. If I get you a lift, I'll go. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, we are. I All I can say, Alex, is a good job Bruce isn't here, given, given that last comment. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> If we can get Mike there, I think what we need to do is we need to fight like Barrow away. We need to work out how to get Mike to Barrow away. That's on Good Friday. So there's no excuses. There's no excuses that day. It's a, good, it's a bank We're holiday. All... Shall we do something stupid like do Barrow away or Carlisle? No, Carlisle. We're not playing them, are we? I we could do Colchester. Friday. I'm Catholic. Colchester. I'll tell you something. Colchester is, it sounds local to us in the southeast, but my God, it is not. It's a. It's also on a Tuesday night. It's the equivalent of what Gilligan was like. You know Gilligan when we had the highest pod turnout ever? Um, (laughs) (laughs) All four of us were there that night of of the pod regulars. It was great. And then we lost. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I was getting really moody. (laughs) Well, no change there then. Oh! Lift Lift rescinded. What can we say? You can wave us off. In fact, you can wave us off and pay uh, Sadiq Khan's, um, you know, congestion charge for us. Yep, Sadiq Khan's London, everybody. Can I say something before we, I know we've extended, but I'm really keen on improving the atmosphere at Blundell Park because the game against Barrow, first and foremost, attendance is dipping. I I don't know whether or not we want to have a conversation about that, but that was, was that below 3,000, was it? No, no. What? Five. No, it was 4,800, mate. All oh, right. Well, it's still not as good as it has been. I think it's once. If it starts happening more than once, you start. But I think you can't look at one game in. No. A Tuesday night in later. October on a side that's brought barely a minibus worth of fans. I don't think you can read too much into that in isolation, to be honest with you. Well, uh, Bruce, who is sadly no longer with us. Um... <laughs> He's not died, Alex. <laughs> I don't think that night out in Cleve was let's, that savaging for him. Let's start singing every breath you take for him. Um, uh, but um, he suggested on that sort of game when the away team do not bring more than a minibus and you're looking at teams like Forest Green, um, who else? Sutton. Would be like that? Sutton, Colchester. Accrington. Accrington. Where in those sort of games, why would you not give an open name say, look, if you want to create an atmosphere, if you want to create a bit of noise, rescind your ticket. <coughs> if you rescind your ticket and we can then sell it on, you won't get anything for it, but we will move you into, you can go into the Osmond. Like, you know, anybody who wants to go like an away end into the Osmond, 
and make as much noise as you want. Tell the drummer to go in the Osmond. I would love that. And I think I'm trying to reach out to a couple of people at the moment because I know, you know we don't go, but um, we would really like to help. Speak, be speak, speak for yourself. Yeah. Well, I'd like to be the conduit for us, for the rest of the fans to be able to create an atmosphere. There are quite a few clubs that do it. Stockport do it really well. Uh, I know it's a bit much of a leap, but Newcastle have like a community group where you can put some money into it. In fact, I think they have a beer. So if you pay an extra, this bit, this particular beer is an extra two quid and the two quid from that goes into a pot, which allows them to buy flags, whatever. Oh, is that how they get them all? Yeah, yeah, I should. Yeah. But, um, and stuff like that. Well, I think we should really be looking at that. And if you're interested in doing that, do let us know. DM us on the podcast Twitter account um, and we will um, start putting someone together because I think there's an opportunity for, you know, we can at least bring people together to have that discussion because there's got to be some people out there that want to make a racket and want to make Blundell Park intimidating again. Yeah, I think we've we've we spoke about this before, and you know, something needs doing. I, I do genuinely think I, what I've said previously is 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 one of the only ways you're going to do it, which is making the middle of the pontoon. That's where you put everybody and come up with a way of doing it. You know, because I think you know if you if you do it in the Osmond and then we get into League One and then it's sold out every week, what's your fallback then? I, I, I think genuinely you need to get everybody that wants to do that sort of thing into one place in the home end. It's going to be difficult to do, but you know, when season tickets go on sale, you can stagger them with people that don't want to be in that area, getting first choice on the ones that do, but it, it takes some joined up thinking. It takes some consultation, but it has to be done. I think because, you know, watching on listening and, and seeing it, it does need a bit of a kick up the ass at times. I think, because I think on Tuesday, you could feel the tension in the, in, in the ground and I think that that doesn't help that doesn't help on the pitch they'll feel the tension as well if they're under pressure so yeah I think you're right it needs it needs something doing um yeah and I think there's an opportunity for at least for those games for this season where you can start doing that and then we've got a basis we go look it worked and we can those teams that we've just talked about those games aren't until next year I don't think so we've got an opportunity to have discussions with the club or the trust or whoever it is and then, you know, building it up and getting like-minded people together to create a racket. We've done it before with so many things, you know, getting Fenty out, raising money for a mariachi band for no particular reason, getting inflatables at Barnet and then annoying the players because we break the goal. That sort of stuff is, you know, can, stuff we can, can do. We have a rally, can we have a rally next November, please, for, <laughs> to re-elect the Conservative Party? I, I thought you said it was going to be in May. Be I didn't say it was going to be in May. Um, yeah, November's going to be a bit late, in my opinion, mate. <laughs> but that'll be just um, you all over. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah, nothing better. Anyway. Than yeah, there we go. So if you want to do that, let us know. Uh, thank you to everyone who has uh, bought a print and um, some stickers. Really appreciated. Um, you know, January taken away. We've put a couple of other prints up there as well um, uh, for you to for you to have a look at. One including like the FA Cup run and a few others. So I go have a look at them. Uh, when we pay off this printer, the rest of it goes to the pod and most likely paying for uh, Mike's hotel in Barrow when we play away, pay, play away um, there. Or his train ticket to Milton Keynes more personally. Apparently so. It's a long old way to Milton Keynes. Let's have a look, actually. National Rail. Let's do this. We can't, we can't all claim it back like you do, Sam. I can't claim it back. How many That's times? Special rail card they give you, yeah. No, I, can't, I, was, I bought my own rail card. I paid yeah, for it all myself. I work for the government, don't you know? I don't work for the government. 
Oh, okay. It's actually quite expensive. That's really expensive. That's my point. 37 quid. Hmm? Sam, you got to do Please. something about these bloody t- train tickets prices. Um, uh, yeah, uh, enough about rail, please. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, perfect. So, thank you all so much for joining us. I think that's it, unless anybody's got anything to add. Uh, Bradford, let's get your thoughts, gentlemen. Bradford, Tim Pot Trophy, and Aquitan Stanley. I'm going for a defeat and a win. I'm going defeat for a win and a win. I'm going for a win oh. and a win. What are you win going for, Mike? Win and a win. Win and a win. I'm the only one based in reality. God, no, if we win, doesn't that mean we go through? Nah, I think we're already done, aren't we? Oh, good. That's a relief. No, hang on. We can't be already done. We've drawn one. Uh, let's have a look. Does it, is it called the Tim Pot? What's it called? I think that'll do it for you. I think that'll do it for you. Papa John's Trophy. Here we go. Uh, EFL Trophy. No, that's Group stage confirmed. Is anyone going to tell me where the group stages are? Uh, tables. Oh, here we go. Fine. Uh, let's have a look. We are third in it. We're only a point behind Man City. Barnet, Barnsley are already through. Apparently, Bradford haven't played any games, actually. So we might already be out. <laughs> yeah, because they brought our Man City one forward because it, we had to fit with Man City's uh, academy side, which sort of just pisses all over the the premise that it's uh, it's not a a B team competition. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. So our, our our wonderful record in that competition, since it's been made a joke, continues. Um, I think we've won one game in it. <laughs> no, we qualified last year. No, we didn't. Did we? Went through. We did. Last yeah, we lost yeah. to we lost to Accrington. Did we really? My God, yeah. we stumbled into that. Did we? I don't know how. Look, we, we, did, we, yeah. we won a cup game in every competition last season. We did. Um, I've got to check the Lincolnshire Cup now. Um, Sam, any any AOB for the group? Uh, no, I'm missing my first game of the season next week. So if we That's lose, terrible. well, um, if we lose, I'm I'm done. Um, no, no, have a nice week, everybody. That was lovely. Um, Sam, you'll be delighted to know. 86% of people want Hurst in and 86% of the people want to vote for Labour Party as well. So there you go. And not one vote right, for so... Conservatives. <laughs> Stats. And, you, and you, you had access to the poll. <laughs> uh, Mike, any AOB from yourself? No, I just want to go home. My, my bum hurts. Well, you're already right. at home. Uh, so um, <laughs> I don't know what else I can do about that for you. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. It is a genuine pleasure to to do this for you guys. Uh, leave us a like and a review on wherever you listen to this on the podcast because apparently it does. Uh, I don't. Okay. Sounds <laughs> sounds spinning in the background. Oh my god! We're never going to win Just any podcast now. awards. Right. See end you all now. later. Thank you. All Take so care, lads. Bye bye. Bye. And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! At 1130. I don't think I've ever wanted to be in a stand more than my life around there. They're going crazy. Yeah, they got 30 here. They've been fish flying about that. There's no tomorrow. What a match! A big piece of football! A really, really good job! You can't make it straight for